You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Zing. And Joyce, Emmy voting starts tomorrow, I believe, right? Tomorrow, uh, as of today, Wednesday, August 18th. Yes, yeah, so we're recording on <laughs> right. So we're recording on Wednesday, August eighteenth. Voting starts Thursday, August nineteenth. They they have the ballots until August thirtieth. So with great so we, power comes great responsibility. So I, I don't have a ballot. I do not get to vote. Neither do I. I know people who have ballots or will be getting ballots. Wow. Do you text them and say I don't like, have much influence over them? Like they okay, was, they usually just tell me. <laughs> I was going to say, do you text them and try to tell them who to vote for? Um, no, they. Uh, I mean, some of them have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. A, I think that's a great way to describe all awards voters. Some yeah, of them have good yeah. taste. And some of them don't. Yeah. And that's the beauty of awards is that you get them mixed together and something mm-hmm. great sometimes happens. <laughs> the bad taste and the good taste. Yeah. Um, so why don't we go through, I want to go through, if you had a ballot and I was a voter too, we should just go through quickly who we would actually vote for. If if we could vote in all the categories. Correct. Which is not actually the case. <laughs> Correct. We're like a super voter somehow, able to vote across all, all disciplines, at least in the main Emmy Award, not the creative arts ones. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, let's start with comedy series. This one's easy for me. Ted Lasso. I would, it's a favorite to win. I would vote for it as well. Hacks is good. Not as good as Ted Lasso. I would just pick Ted Lasso and that'd be it. Okay. See, I, I would probably vote for hacks. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, I, I did enjoy hacks more than uh both like flight attendant and ted lasso not just because it's like the most recent of them, the okay. three of them that i've seen but i did enjoy that more and i guess part of it also is also like i know ted is probably winning this which i'm sure is kind of the logic a lot of people use too sure so okay should we, should we discuss any of the other also rants the other five <laughs> I don't think so. I'm the only one I would even consider is flight attendant. I actually really enjoyed. I would actually have flight attendant. If it was my ballot, I would have flight attendant too. I thought that was better than hacks overall. Uh, I think hacks will be in the long run, a better series because I don't think flight attendant can with sustain the tone and the mystery in the second season as much as hacks, which I felt like ended on a note that made me really excited for the second season. Flight attendant ended where I was like, Great show. Doesn't never need to see another. I never need to see a new episode again. But Flight I know they're doing it. Has, has a higher bar to clear. For yes. Because it definitely could have just been a limited series. Yes. I, I That said, I love this show. And if Same. I think for actress, I, I, that's I, if I was voting, I would have, no offense to Gene Smart, I know it's the, the smartest sons or whatever. I would have Kelly Cuoco still winning. She ruled on the flight attendant. So funny. Does the drama really well. I thought that was like a big surprise for people maybe who only know her from Big Bang Theory. The dramatic scenes are really good. Uh, it's a great performance. Jean is also amazing. No fault of her own that I would pick Kelly Cuoco. But like you were saying with your pick of Hacks over Ted Lasso, I know Jean Smart's going to win. So I'm just going to go with Kelly Cuoco because why not? That that would be my pick. See, I'm, I'm completely going the opposite of what I just said here too because I think I would vote for G <laughs> even though she's probably winning and that's only because like I, I talked about this before but like I was torn between her and Kaylee as I was watching Hacks but like once I watched the sixth episode of Hacks I was like god damn it she's winning 
<laughs> she's very good in it. No, no doubt. <laughs> like she just has like, uh, just like the second half of that season. It's just like tape after tape after tape. Like she was just completely serving as the kids say. And yes. I think I, I would still vote for her, even though she's, you know, basically a lock. I, I have no, I can't, there are no flaws with your argument. I would just, personal preference, I would pick Kaylee, but I, I we're being really super have, boring right now. Cause we're picking all of our picks are like the obvious choices. <laughs> well, then it's not going to get any better with the next one because Jason Sudeikis is <laughs> the best actor in a comedy. I would pick Jason Sudeikis. Nobody else in this category really seems like would clear the bar for me. Yeah. Same. No, no offense to any of these other men. Sorry to, to these men, but. Sorry to these men, Kiki Palmer and us on this uh, podcast. Uh, Supporting actors, actually, I would have an upset. I've been thinking a lot about this. You know, I love uh, Hannah Einbinder from Hacks. Mm -hmm. Hannah Waddingham is great. I know it's not for this, but I've been on a big Cecily Strong kick. I love Schmigadoon. And I went back and watched a lot of her SNL stuff. You've been low-key campaigning for her. And I actually could see, I would pick Cecily Strong. I think her SNL this season was incredible. And uh, her high marks on SNL were higher than any of the other nominees in this category's best stuff. So like her finale of Janine, uh, uh, Judge Pirro, Judge Janine, uh, was is better than anything else in this category. And honestly, let her win just for that. Um, so I would actually pick Cecily Strong if I was voting. But I could see obviously Hannah Waddingham winning. No yeah. Uh, I, I would vote for an upset pick too. Um, not for Cecily, but for the other Ted Lasso star, Gino Tempo. Nice. So I, I really liked her in season one, even though like, I, I think like, you know, Hannah Waddingham kind of, you know, overshadowed like all like the discourse for like the supporting actresses, you know, some people like think she's in lead, whatever, but I, I really enjoyed, Gino. Um, and I, I feel like she needs to get more love. Cause I feel like. Hannah's kind of not, not through any fault of her own. And she's very deserving of all the praise and all the kudos, but I feel like we need to put some spotlight on Juno. I totally agree. I actually think she's incredible. And her, I would argue her performance in the arc is more difficult because I think there is like, they play with the preconceived notions of the character really well, more Mm -hmm. so than they do with Hannah, like uh, Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Waddingham is playing like, nobody's really the villain on the show. Right. And like, she's playing like the, the mean boss, but she's actually never really mean. I don't think even like, so while her arc is fun and like you end up really liking her, it's like, you never really disliked her. I don't think. Cause it's yeah. always like, they've always, always presented her ex-husband as like a bigger jerk even and yeah. like, it's always like all of her machinations like stem from that. And it's obvious as a viewer that it is, I think Juno comes in, you're expecting like, you know, she's like a page, whatever it is, page, what do they call it? Page two or page three model, right? Or whatever. She's like a, yeah, just know. like vapid. And- right. That's what you're expecting, maybe. And it like totally subverts that. And she's like an incredible character. And I love, she's again, hilarious. she's really funny. And I actually could see her being more of a favorite for this current season next year uh, than even now. Because I well, feel like may- she's, maybe that will help her. Maybe. Because she's really quite good this in this second season right now. Uh, supporting actor. Right now, the favorite is still Keenan. This is uh, Keenan Thompson. This is still a very competitive category. I know you've been on Bowen Yang for a while. If I was voting, I would pick Brett Goldstein because I love him on Ted Lasso, but I'm still not sure I wouldn't pick Bowen Yang. <laughs> it's a tough, there's still a toss up to me. I would not pick Keenan though if I was voting. Wow. So harsh to Keenan. <laughs> Sorry, Keenan. Sorry to that man. I love Keenan. He's great. But I, just I love Keenan too. And he does, he does deserve some hardware for his years of service on SNL. 
his, his 18 years of service. Um, but I don't think I would vote for him either. I think, I think I would still go with Bowen. Like, I just feel like that performance just had more like impact this season. And like everyone, even though like he has, you know, far less screen time than Keenan, cause he's a featured player, which is also like, you know, huge for him to get a nomination as a featured player in the first place. Um, so yeah, like everyone knows that the iceberg sketch and, um, I, I think I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would pick him like so, the, the Ted guys, the Ted guys, I, I enjoy. Um, I mean, I think Brett is like the obvious, like top dog of the four, just like, not just on the show, like storyline wise, but I think, um, you know, just for this, you know, awards purposes too. Although I really enjoy like Nick Muhammad. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. And He's then others, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I like, it's funny, like in the first season, I think like Jeremy Swift was totally fine. He actually is much better in the second season. Nick Muhammad is hilarious. Brendan Hunt, I really like, but again, it's like, kind of like, I can't imagine that would have ever won. Like it's, been, I feel like that's a great nomination, but he's not going to win. Um, yeah. Like you said, I think Brett is like really strong as Roy Kent. It's so, he's so funny and he's so deadpan and uh, I just really enjoy that character. That said, we have talked about this before. The most iconic moment of this whole category is the iceberg sketch. So if like he, if Bone Yang wins, like good for him because that's an incredible moment. It's honestly like, it's hard to like, think about this. Like in the last few years of SNL, has there been a non-politics sketch that has broken through the way that has I don't, I would say no, but I don't think so. I mean, right? I'm not it's a like, regular SNL viewer, but I, I can't think of anything really. Same. It's like, I, I watched the, I used to be a very much regular viewer. Now I'm old. I fall asleep. I catch the videos the next morning. It's on, on too late. It's, it's way too, too late. Too long. Come on. And I know they got, I know I can watch the best parts on YouTube. And I exactly. That's why I'm just like, I'll just next day, whatever people are talking about. And it's always going to be like the cold open. It's going to be like, the politics and that's how they kind of like made their living over the last like four or five years with Trump and with the election and this and that, and they kept the show really culturally relevant, but it, it kind of went away from those like weird non sequitur SNL sketches mm-hmm. like the iceberg and uh, incredible. It's just an incredible. The only other thing I can maybe think of is like a Pete Davidson monologue, but it's like, those are like more like Pete focused obviously. Cause he's like talking about himself Mm-hmm. Whereas like Bowen, he's playing an ice, like, it's just a great it's concept. Playing play iceberg. It's a great concept. So I also feel like if you were someone who like has not seen any of these shows, like any of these performances, yeah. but you definitely would have heard about the iceberg and maybe have even just seen that, you know, the photo. Play. Yeah. I know. think, or the photo, even, I mean, like the photo yeah. is everywhere, right? Like any, and any article that's written about Bowen Yang about the Emmys has that photo. Yeah. So like, that's also great. It's great marketing for himself. Uh, you got me convinced. Maybe I would vote for Bowen Yang. I, I'm changing my vote. Brett Goldstein, great job. I'll vote for you next year because your Ted Lasso season two is great. But uh, we don't this know year, we're going to have another iceberg, okay? No. <laughs> I hope they don't do it again. I guarantee you they'll do it again, but it's not going to be the same. They, they they won't try to do the iceberg again, I don't think, but they'll try to like ape like another historical event. Yeah. Same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, the towering infer- the inferno from the towering inferno or something. Yeah. It's gonna be like it can't be like something too serious because like I think that would be like the Titanic was serious, RIP, but it was also 100 years ago. So. 
So it's, it's like maybe statute of limitations on like maybe making jokes about it has passed. Let's say, uh, I think I, I would, we're going through this. I'm going to skip directing and writing unless you really are married to doing these. Like, um, I mean, I think I would do the flight attendant for directing. Direct. That's the favorite right now is flight attendant. Yeah. For writing. I don't know. I mean, like, these are all good. <laughs> these are all good. The Ted Lasso, I'm surprised. We could talk about this quickly. I'm surprised the Ted Lasso pilot is running away with the writing when I, the hacks one is right there. And I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think I would go for hacks. Like I'm predicting hacks. I, I so love I, Ted Lasso, but I, even I would say like, I think hacks is more about the writing and I'm just not convinced that Ted Lasso is going to win here, especially because there's multiple Ted Lassos. Too. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I think everyone agrees that make Rebecca great again is the better episode, but right. I think people are just kind of defaulting to the pilot. Cause it's the right. pilot. All right. Drama series. Uh, the top choice is the crown. That's the favorite. If I was voting, I would actually vote for Mandalorian because the second season was great. And I know I love, I love the crown too. It was definitely uh, a show that I've been very lukewarm on. Let's say for the first three seasons, the fourth season was great, but Mandalorian ruled. And I love how it kind of like built its story. It like, it's a great series to me because every episode kind of fits into get where it's going. If that makes sense. Like the crown is a lot more like dropping in, right? Like it's like, Oh, here's this. It goes through like a whole decade. Basically there's 10 episodes. So it's like kind of like not as unified maybe as like the Mandalorian is. And I just felt like every little thing that happens in Mandalorian connects to itself. So as a series, I really enjoyed it a lot more. So I would pick Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know what because like none of these are like my like favorite favorite shows. So I think I would vote for the boys because nice. they'll be like so different and like it's it's a great show and season two was great and it's just it's so subversive and hilarious. Um, you know, it's like you know a genre like The Mandalorian, but it's just. I like, I couldn't even imagine like 15 years ago, like the Emmys nominating the show and they did it now, you know, or even like Mandalorian, but I think Mandalorian is more like straightforward and it's obviously from Star Wars descendant. Um, So I think like something like the boys getting in is awesome. And I I would like to see it win, even though it won't. (laughs) Love it. I love it. Uh, Best actress in a drama. Emma Corrin is the fave. MJ Rodriguez were running a pretty solid second choice. That's actually my top two. I would pick Emma Corrin uh, because she just came out of nowhere. I'd never seen her before. And she completely owned that Princess Diana role. It's hard for me to actually think of Princess Diana now without thinking of her playing Princess Diana. And while I'm very excited to wow, see Elizabeth... don't tell Kristen Stewart. Yeah, well, I'm very excited to see Elizabeth Debicki and Kristen Stewart duel like Deep Impact and Armageddon playing Princess Diana this year and early next year or whenever The Crown comes out again. Uh, yeah, I pick Emma Corrin. I think she is a deserved winner here, though we've talked about this category a lot, actually, and it's like uh-huh. everyone here is really good. I think you can make an argument for everyone to win. Uh, but yeah, I would pick Emma Corrin. I don't know what I would do here. Cause, uh, oh my gosh. Um, I think I would vote for any of the top three, which is Emma, MJ and Elizabeth. Um, no offense to Olivia Uzo and journey. <laughs> just, um, uh, hmm. You know what? This is, this is not, like, I think I would vote for Elizabeth just cause nice. I think it'd be cool 
to have a repeat winner because she's won before mm-hmm. and we haven't had a repeat winner here uh, under this current system. Um, and she was great this past season. Um, and obviously Handmaid's has a huge resurgence this year with 21. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. I, I like um, that pick. Yeah. So I think I would go for her. I, I don't know. Cause I feel like, you know, I don't know if like either MJ or her could actually win it just cause I feel like, you know, them being two alternatives just helps Emma. Exactly. Yeah. There's not one person to focus on. Like if it was, if Elizabeth Moss wasn't nominated or if handmaid's tale didn't have such a successful uh, resurgence, like you said, I think yeah. M- MJ would have been a very easy. I know. Like, Although upset like FX is turning up the campaign. Like, have you seen? Yeah. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> this goes. This, so what you just said for all your reasons for ups, I, I'm for best actor in drama. I'd actually pick Billy Porter. I, he like he a previous winner who has not had an up. So he would be a repeat winner. Mm-hmm. And Pose has yep. been like FX is really turning up on Pose. I've seen Billy Porter in a lot of places. He just did a Vanity Fair thing with uh, Evan Peters and him because they were on like they're doing like a a. Ver, you like know how everybody does those like yeah. Yeah, everybody does those like put two stars together things like they're doing interview magazine right but like now everybody does it and so there it was Millie Porter and Evan Peters because they'd worked together on uh American Horror Story Apocalypse I believe was their season right it was when Billy Porter on Apocalypse I think yeah well, well Evan was also on the first season of Pose true but I think they were pegging yeah. it towards the American yeah. Horror Story but uh anyway Long way, winded way of saying I have still not remained convinced that Joshua Connor is going to win. I don't think he's a package deal with Emma Corrin. I think Billy Porter on Pose has like a really meaty arc, obviously, and like a really, you know, big, big payoff in the finale. Um, so, yeah, I have Billy Porter winning. Hmm. I would pick him to win if I was voting. Not that I have him winning. <laughs> I. You know what? I, I would vote for Billy too, just for another repeat winner here, a former champ winning, I guess. Yes. We haven't had that here. And yeah, he did have a lot of material in the yeah. and um like very baity, very good. And and he's uh, been everywhere, I feel like. Yeah, he, he has. Yeah. And like I I can actually see, I mean, we talked about this last week. Like I can see him winning. Cause I I, I don't feel like you know, it's like not like drama actress where there's like two strong alternatives. Like, I don't, I think he's the alternative here. Yes. And I <laughs> just think like, you want to make a case for any of the other four. I don't. And I just think that like, I don't know when, even when you think about Charles and Diana on the crown, you're still thinking about Diana first. I, I just don't buy that. Like Charles, like Charles and he's a, he, like they present he's not a likable character and I just maybe there's not a maybe there's a personal rooting factor for Joshua Connor he seems like a lovely man and has a long career ahead of him uh doing a lot of different projects but I think the character there's not rooting for that character you are rooting for Princess Diana I think because she's in a pickle and definitely like you're going to relate to her from an audience perspective of this outsider normo person going into the monarchy uh, so anyway, yeah, I just think there's a lot of reasons why Billy Porter would win. And I think he, he seems like I would pick him and I actually do think he might win. I think it's not, it, he is a, he is pretty well behind. Josh O'Connor remains like almost a thousand votes ahead in our odds or picks, but I'm like, I don't think, I think it's much closer. I have no reason to think that I just, I know. and the thing is, it's like, we would never know unless he actually wins. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah, if he doesn't like if win, Josh wins, like, like, oh, we have no idea Josh how far behind he is. <laughs> right, it's true. Uh, drama supporting actress, 
Jillian Anderson is the runaway pick. I can't imagine. I would pick her also. Again, very memorable character. Uh, great performance. Uh, everybody else in this category, I think, is fine. But it's hard to pick a pick one over the other. And I think she stands above everybody else. That would be my vote. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. This is just, you know, domination from the crown and handmaids. Um, <laughs> I. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go slightly rogue and go with <laughs> HBC. Nice. Because I feel like under the tape system, she would win. <laughs> so she has the one episode that she. Yeah, was the one episode, it. which is her submission. Um, hereditary principle like she was like barely like a regular on season really not in it at all she had literally just one episode basically where she plays a major role and i feel like if this were the tape system like she could actually win with that and um and i know it it, this has nothing to do with like feeling bad for her last year because everyone's predicting her to win and she lost Drama supporting actor, Michael K. Williams remaining a very strong favorite. Tobias Menzies running second. I would pick Menzies. I've been kind of leaning towards this in our conversations and stuff. I think you, he's you awesome. You love Menzies in the finale. I love, but he didn't even submit the finale. So joke's on me. But I, having watched it, I even though he submitted what he submitted, having watched The Crown, I would say he's great. And his, his performance in the finale is like the best of, I think, this category. I, I, I don't know. I just like him a lot. And like counterintuitively, Having just said, like, you're not rooting for Prince Charles, you're definitely not rooting for Prince Philip either. But I don't know. I think he just, he has a, it's a weird, it's like a weird performance or just like a unique performance because he's playing a guy you shouldn't really like who's like kind of like a jerk. But also, you still don't like him, but I think he, he put some humanity on him that you could at least see where he's coming from. It's kind of like, like, this is like, I could, if succession is on in like 20 years and, and Jeremy Strong is still playing Kendall Roy uh, in 20 years from now, I'm like, that's who he would be. Like, he would be like Prince Philip style and like Menzies performance. So I'm, uh, I would pick him. But this category, I think, is tough. And I think Michael K. Williams could win still. But I would pick, I would pick Menzies. Menzies. Yeah. I mean, like Michael K. Williams is just like way out front. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's at 1400. And according to our odds, he's like top in the odds, 1400. The closest, next closest is Tobias uh, at 277. So not really close. Well, you know, I am still currently predicting Giancarlo Esposito. So why not just vote for him as well? Do it. Love it. (laughs) Why not? Uh, Great. (laughs) He should have an Emmy by now anyway. So (laughs) great logic. He's barely on the Mandalorian. I have no idea how he's not a glorified cameo. It's fine. (laughs) I don't. So there you go. Uh, we can burn through drama directing and writing quickly. The crown is an overwhelming favorite for fairy tale, which is like the key uh, Charles and Diana episode. The only Mandalorian episode is the Marshall, which is the uh, Timothy Oliphant one, I believe. Mm-hmm. I would not have put that one in there. I think the direct, I think there are other like more, like I would have actually put the, I forget what number it is, but like the Boba Fett one where they kind of with like Robert Rodriguez directed, it's like a 35 minute episode. Maybe actually they did. Who knows? Anyway, uh, but yeah, I would pick I would pick the crown fairy tale uh, for this. Yeah, I think the fairy tale is probably like the safest like prediction. Um, I hmm. 
you know what? I, I will go with Handmaid's Tale. Nice. With the finale. Way to go. So, Love yeah. It. We have, we have a lot of finales here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of finales and premieres. Yeah. I think well, like, you- like fairy tale is the only one that's not a premiere or a finale. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then drama writing, uh, similarly, a lot of finales, seemingly. Uh, the Crown War is the top choice of Poe's series finale running, too. I would probably vote for The Crown just out of, like, you know, it's the favorite, sure. But I could see an argument for the other ones. There's two Mandalorian episodes, The Jedi and The Rescue. Mm, I probably would not vote for either of the Mandalorian episodes. <laughs> I don't it's weird that those are like not ones I think both like the directing and writing the Mandalorian episodes that were in there are not the ones I would have picked uh, for either category, but what are you going to do? You know what? I, I will just vote for the boys again. Why not? Nice. I'm just going to support my boys. Love the boys. <laughs> uh, limited series. Queen's Gambit remains a top pick. I think you have Mayor of Easttown still in your predictions. I, I would do. pick Queen's. I would vote for Queen's Gambit. I loved it. Would have my pick for a limited series. And you would have Mayor of Easttown. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably still vote for Mayor of Easttown. But, yeah. you know, if you asked me at any point in the last, um, I don't know what, like, when was like 10 or even I guess 12 months now since I made a story was airing last year. Like I would have had all five of these probably at in first at some point. But um, yeah, I would vote for Mayor. This remains an awesome category. Uh, the other ones I made a story, WandaVision and Underground Railroad. Uh, really good. Good shows. Uh, limited series movie, Kate Winslet still holding strong. If it was me voting, and Anya, Anya Taylor Joy, not Anya, Anya Taylor Joy, and Taylor according to Ron Cephas Jones, <laughs> and Taylor Joy would have my pick. No, Anya Taylor Joy would be my pick. I just love her on Queen's Gambit. I think it's still an incredible performance. And Kate Winslet, God bless her, she's great. Uh, but no, I, I've seen Kate Winslet be great in other stuff. I've never seen Anya Taylor Joy be that good. That's my reasoning for voting for her. Kate Winslet's Kate Winslet. She's got a, Oscars and, you know, she's great. Yeah, but she did a Delco accent. Okay. I know. I know she did the accent. I know. I'm actually wearing like my Delaware shirt today. So, <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, this is like such a good category. This should be the, the last category of the night. You know that. They, they, they should, should do that. Oscars. Yes. Because <laughs> you really, I mean, the other that. nominees are all incredible. Michaela Cole, Elizabeth Olsen, and Cynthia yeah. Revo. You could any of them could win and I'd be happy. Yeah. Like they're all great. And it like I, I've mentioned this before, but like I hate that I have to put someone like, you know, like three, four, five, you know, like I don't want to, you know. Um, because I feel like they shouldn't be that low, but I just like there's no room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd I'd still go with Kate. Like I think that's just like that performance is just so affecting. And I think it just really struck a chord with people in a way that you know some of her previous performances and i think even um some of these other performances like haven't and you know like i still like one of my friends just rewatched the whole show and like she still talks about like how great kate is and i'm like yeah like and i'm like thinking about like should i do a rewatch sometime too <laughs> but i haven't started it yet but i like it's it's just such a moving performance i think and there's so many like nuances in there that I think if you're someone who's just kind of looking at it like superficially or like a lot of like actressing, like you wouldn't see it. Like it's, it's a show you really have to watch to appreciate like what she does in that role. So I, I think I would still go with her. I'm still so psyched for this category because 
like we've said, neither like neither one of them have uh, backed down from campaigning. Kay Winslow has done a lot of interviews. She talked to us here. Anya Taylor-Joyce, same, uh, done a lot of interviews and, and they're both like going for it. I, I appreciate that. I like when they're, when they're going for it. I think that makes it fun. I know. And oh. I, this is the first time they're facing off because yeah. Kate wasn't here in the winter. So <laughs> yeah, it's great. I can't wait. I'm, I'm that one. I'm really excited for if they did change the Emmy ceremony to have it be the last one weigh in on that. I don't think they will, but, uh, who knows, uh, limited movie actor, Paul Bettany, your boy, uh, still in My the boy. lead, but should have been no should be no surprise that I would vote for you, Grant, in the undoing. Uh, I still love you. He's great. I, I, I mean, mean, should we even talk about this? Because I think it's obvious. What we're voting. <laughs> I got I gotta stick with my boy Paul all the way now. <laughs> I would not I mean be like, I, I like like you know these other performances. I think like you know the Hamilton guys, like I I personally would not vote for any of the Hamilton performances. Like as much as I love them, as great as they are, I I just don't think I would vote for any of them. I would be able to make an argument for Ewan McGregor. I thought he's great in Halston. That show has kind of really went under the radar. No one seemingly has talked about it all uh, since it was on, but he's great in it. He's really quite good. Mm -hmm. And it's a great performance and like very underrated. And I would love to see if he got, if he somehow pulled off a win, which he never will. It'd be actually pretty cool, but like, think, cause he's really good. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been better for him if like this it, Halston had more of like a Hollywood reception, um, even like that, you know, got some like bad reviews as well, but it was more mixed. Like there were people who really liked Hollywood and it got more nominations, more acting nominations. And I feel like if he were competing with Hollywood this year in this field, um, he could probably win yeah. or be like higher in odds at least. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress in a limited series or movie, a limited, limited series or movie, Catherine Hahn, Runaway Vape, Julianne Nicholson, two, Gene Smart, three, Hamilton's Renee Elise Goldberry, and Philip Sue and Moises Ingram run, rounding out the, the category. I would vote, uh, no offense to Catherine Hahn, Julianne Nicholson. I think that's like a better more well-rounded performance and the memes are great for Catherine Hahn and she's definitely probably going to win. She's a runaway favorite, but I would not vote for her. I would vote for Julianne Nicholson. I think I would do Julianne too. I'm just, I'm like going all mayor. (laughs) You're a clean sweep of mayor. I know, but yeah, like that, like her performance in the finale, man, like it's devastating. Just, uh, and I really think the show hinges on her performance, right? Like, Oh yeah, totally. It's like, like, Yeah. I, and that's a big, that's a big reason why I would, I would pick her over Catherine Hahn. I think Catherine Hahn is like fun, uh, supplemental character, right? Like she's like the villain spoilers, but I mean, come on. Uh, she's like, you know, she's like the villain and like does a lot of funny bits and like gets to like really show off her comedic skills by moving through genres and stuff, but she's not the focus of the show, right? It's like Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are really the engine driving I mean, it the is show. the supporting category, so I guess. I know, funny. but I'm like, Julianne Nicholson like, is still supporting, but her yeah. like arc is really driving the emotion of the show, I think. Yeah, and I think even, like, obviously, Julianne's episode is the finale. Right. Um, and Catherine's episode is Agatha all along. But it, it's like really just like, I feel like it's like that moment 
mostly, you know, like the reveal and the song and everything. And like, I, I love her in a, like, yeah, I love the performance. And I think it, it would be really cool for a comedic performance to win this since like most limited series are dramas. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, WandaVision is like a hybrid of a bunch of stuff, but yeah. like performance is comedic. So it'd be cool for a comedic performance to beat out a bunch of dramatic and uh, a musical, two musical performances. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would, I would do Julianne. Yeah, I mean, Catherine Hunt's probably going to win, so we don't have to like be like feel unhappy, you know. Like, and she's great, but I agree. I just think that I don't know. I think Julianne is great, and again, like kind of like Catherine Hunt is always great, and Julianne Nicholson is also always great. But I think at the level that she was performing on this show and the visibility that her performance received is different than anything else she's done. Right, Catherine Hunt is like Catherine Hunt she didn't need Marvel to make her like a massive, like beloved favorite. She's been in dozens of things that are like very well remembered and received. So I don't know. I think that kind of pushes her over to Julian that for me, at least for voting for Julianne, but you know, whatever. And then this is another next category, another mere win for you. I'd imagine limited uh, series or movie actor, supporting actor, Evan Peters. He's the runaway favorite. I have him too. I would vote for him too. I don't think any of the other, nominees really kind of reach the bar so i would be yeah i would i would go for my poor zabes my poor yeah. zabes r.i.p <laughs> he deserves this <laughs> great I, I i agree and i guess if i was picking two i i Debbie diggs is like the strongest number two hard to argue with that he won the tony award for the same performance so and he's great still great still great five years later <laughs> great performance but uh yeah i think evan peters would win I'd vote yeah for i think i would my number two would just probably be papa siadu um because nice. he's he's great on the show too and um i i don't know i i kind of <laughs> I, I feel bad for like maruchi opia because like she was snubbed and it was like you know they were basically the three leads um <laughs> and then like thomas brody sangster i uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this, like how like he and um, Moses got in over Marielle and Bill Camp. Um, Very strange. Remains strange. Yeah, but he was, you know, it was kind of like I, I liked him in it, but it was just kind of like the love interest. Yeah, he's got like the flashy like Playboy part, right, or whatever. Yeah. I don't even think he's the most interesting of her love interests. I like Harry Melling. Oh no, yeah, same. He was great. So good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, love. I love love. Actually, he's still good. Thomas Rowan Sangster, way to go! Decade Every time I up. hear the theme, I just like picture him running through the airport. <laughs> yeah, and he looks exactly the same. He's yeah, great. Uh, we can burn through the rest of these pretty quickly. Movie directing, uh, Queen's Gambit is the top choice. Uh, two, I may destroy you is a WandaVision, a Mayor of Easttown, Underground Railroad, Hamilton. If I was voting for this, actually, I while as much as I love Queen's Gambit, and I think we've talked about this before, I would vote Underground Railroad. Barry Jenkins, because it's definitely the most most directed. I don't mean that as a pejorative. I mean, like he's it, the stuff he's doing in the show, whether you were really infatuated with the show or kind of like not, which seemingly some Emmy voters were not. I think the artistry that he exhibits as director in the show would that he would have my he would be my pick. I think it's just incredible work from like one of the best current filmmakers. So like that would be my pick. No offense, Scott Frank. I love Queen's Gambit, but Barry Jenkins would be the director I'd pick. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with 
Barry too also to just like throw underground railroad a bone. Like, I don't think it's winning this. Like, no, it's not. But... Um, you know, but I think I would do that or either WandaVision just for like the scope of it. Like it, it's like a scope in a completely different way than underground railroad. Like, but like they were shooting a new show every week basically. Cause they were just moving through the decades. So everything was always different. And they were constantly changing the sets. Um, you know, it's the same house, but, you know, different dressing and everything. So, um, like, and I, I think it was, uh, like, very seamlessly done if um, how they did it with uh, Matt Shankman. So I think I would, if I if I weren't doing Underground Road, I would do WandaVision. Nice. I don't disagree. I think that WandaVision is pretty impressive from week-to-week basis. And I know it's not week-to-week, but as overall, I would just give it. Uh, limited series movie writing. I may destroy you is kind of like the lean. There's three WandaVision episodes, Mayor of Easttown and Queen's Gambit. I think this is a perfect spot for I may destroy. You. I would vote for it. Uh, have no qualms about voting for it. Same. Excited okay. for it to win. Yeah. Great. Although if, if I were going to pick one of the three WandaVision episodes, um, I would probably do previously on. <laughs> now, which one is previously on? That's the one with the grief line. Great. That everyone people likes. love the grief line it's really love good. the grief line <laughs> really good. i don't i like i don't remember anything i mean the the pilot was fine i thought it's tough i think i watched the pilot and the second episode back to back right because yeah because they they, they debuted them yeah. right away yeah so uh competition program if i was voting nailed it all the way no offense to rupaul's drag race i love nailed it show is hilarious nicole Byer rules nailed it would be my pick um, I, I'm a lifelong amazing race fan. Um, nice. so I'm glad that it returned cause it wasn't eligible last year. So it, it's never missed a nomination since this category was created. So, uh, it's never been snubbed. So it still got back in, but I would vote for top chef. Nice. Cause that was actually a good season. <laughs> like Great season. Happy, even though everything that happened after the fact of the winner is like, mm, but, um, I think, yeah. you know, like, and it's one before I pulled a huge upset over Amazing Race 11 years ago with mm-hmm. another great season in Vegas. So can I do it again over Drag Race? I don't know, but uh, it would be deserving. Nice. Uh, variety Talk Series. John Oliver is the runaway favorite as usual. I think he's won five in a row. This would be six in a row for him. Uh, if I was voting, though, it would be a coin flip between Trevor Noah and Stephen Colbert. I actually think I would pick Colbert because he had the most, uh, he was one of the first shows to try doing the whole thing, uh, the at home thing. Uh, I thought his show was so much better in the last year at home. I think, you know, having just watched the clips and stuff, it's kind of like not lost a step, but it's not as good as it was when he was like being creative to try to figure out ways to do it with out of studio audience since now he's back with the studio audience. So I would pick Colbert. I, I love, uh, I love this last year of the late show. Um, it would probably not shock you to know that I would vote for Conan. <laughs> nice. Does Conan have a shot here? We've talked about this like on and off. Uh, I I want him to have a shot. Strong. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it's like they're just so lazy. <laughs> and like I, we've I said, feel, like I feel better if it weren't like the whole membership, right? Voting and also like we said, like. It's not like John Oliver's show has was like 
any no, worse. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's yeah. ex- it's like the same show. He's been doing. He has the formula down. It's like very successful formula. So it's like you're not voting against Oliver. You're basically voting for somebody else. And I wonder like, if there's enough to is, get Conan. You know, like John Stewart eventually reached a point where he was just like tired of winning. Right. <laughs> and he's like he didn't even go anymore. He just like sent his staff, and they collected the Emmys. Like, when will John Oliver reach that point? I mean, I don't think he'll do it this year because, again, like, he also had to, like, remove his... Like, he produced the show at home. I mean, like, it visually, it's not much different than it was on the yeah, stage. Yeah, it's just him at a desk. But, like, he still had to change. You know, like, I think this year he would be happy to win. I think any of these people would happy to win. It's a good category. Uh, variety special recorded. Hamilton is the choice, but I think you would probably know who I'd pick. Bo Burnham, Inside, great uh, special. Boy. <laughs> love Bo Burnham. Love the special. I would vote for him. No offense to Hamilton it rules, but we've, we've awarded Hamilton a lot and that's great. It's the best show, but uh, Bo Burnham inside would be my pick if I was voting. Yeah. I would probably do inside as well. Just cause I also feel like it's the most different yeah. out of all of these as well. Not just, and, you know, never mind the fact that, like, he did it all himself, basically. <laughs> but, yeah, like, again, like, Hamilton, which will probably win? I don't know. Um, it, yeah, it's just, it was just a, a taped musical. This is a, I mean, this for is... For posterity. Yeah, we've talked about this. This is actually a stack category where I'm like, Hamilton is definitely the overwhelming choice. And I think because it has all the acting honors or nominations, like, it seems like, no kidding, it's going to win. But I'm like... You can make an argument for any of these, including the West Wing and Friends Reunion. I mean, like culturally, I think they were like really big and enjoyable. American Utopia was great. Dave Chappelle's A46 is really great. It's a good, it's a very strong category. Uh, not lacking deserving winners. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it probably will just be Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. After all that, it's probably Hamilton. And the last one here in the main Emmys, Variety Writing, a series writing. John Oliver last week tonight is the runaway choice, a black lady sketch show, Saturday Night Live, Colbert, and Amber Ruffin. If I was voting, I'd actually vote vote Amber Ruffin. I, I think that the show is really good. And like it has no other nominations. People barely know it exists. Uh, but it's quite well, good. Like, like we mentioned last week, the writers are watching Peacock. <laughs> yeah, they are because they got the Peacock nomination here and also Girls Five Eva. I just love, I thought Amber Ruffin was really good. I think that's, you know what? I would vote for her too, just because they dropped Seth from this category this year and they still have not nominated him in series. And obviously Amber is an alum of Seth and he's a producer on her show. Somehow Seth not nominated really remains a mystery. Very Uh, rude. Very rude. All right. Well, Joyce, that was great. We have our ballots filled out. Now I'm going to make sure I mail them just care of the television Academy. Snail mail. Yeah. Now mail it in. They're going to say, who are you and why are you sending this to us? And I'll say, count my votes. Yes. Every vote must count, right? Isn't that what this, they say? This will work. Yeah. Yeah. Great. If you're in line, stay in line. <laughs> For Emmy voting. So Emmy voting starts Thursday, uh, August 18th. Is that, what's today? 19th? Today's 18th. 19th. Yeah. What day? Where are we? Uh, what day is it? Knows. What wow, what a week. It? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joyce, this is fun. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye.